podcast today. I'm talking about a Kanika Williams today and some of her ideas, tips to help you if you are disorganized. Um, she says this may require us to take a step back to determine if our homes provide the solace we desire. Are we even aware of the stress that our home may be causing? Now, she is talking about um, her, you know, these are just some of her tips as a professional organizer. Um, she says, I know being disorganized can feel overwhelming, so we'll take it slow. Okay, these are her ideas. Tip one is to set an agenda. She says this should this will help you. Setting that agenda and sticking to it will begin to improve the way you think about organizing and maintaining your home. Um, your agenda helps to keep you on track and minimizes distractions. The most important area agendas help in is feeling successful. Setting an agenda when organizing your, your home in a space that may have been overwhelming before. You get to check off that you've completed a task, distracted so you, uh, distracted so you know exactly what you need to get done to be successful. And then there's no surprises. She says trick number two is work in time blocks. Scheduling specific specifics when these time blocks for your home, such as getting rid of junk in one drawer for 30 minutes and then moving to another low level task that will not be overwhelming will help to multiply your focus. So um, if you think back to one of my other podcasts, I'm going to kind of change up her idea just a little bit. Um, but she says, make sure you find a time where you can do deep focus. Well, I think that works for organizing too. The time of day that you can do a good deep focus and in this case she says 30 minutes but maybe it can be done a longer maybe you can spend a little more time in deep focus time before you switch on to another low level task that isn't stressing you out and isn't overwhelming single tasking Focusing on one task at a time can make you up to 80% more productive than splitting your attention across multiple tasks. So uh, only set 30 minutes to an hour time block, but make sure that's your deep focus time for the things that you really, 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 really need to get done first, the things that are bothering you the most. And then tip number three, she says, establish rules for decluttering categories. The first step and key to success when organizing is to declutter. 
if you buy clothes all the time, it, you know, if it's stained, ripped, you forgot about it, or you're not going to wear it, get rid of it. With all of my her clients, she says, it is my job to help reinforce it. So as you are establishing uh, routines, ultimately it is their decision on what stays, but it keeps the objective clear as the process goes along. You know, get rid of the, the clothes that you aren't wearing that are ripped and stained and torn. All right. So in my notes, she also says it's more so to adjust your mindset. If you're very disorganized, you can uh, make adjustments to your mindset that this is the goal that you have for yourself. I want to have an environment that is conducive to happy living. I want to have an environment that supports me and the best version of me. So really internalizing like why you're starting before you just dive into physically doing the work of organizing or decluttering because it is a process. You know, it's just like anything. You have to have that why that motivates you to keep going. I would say start in a space that doesn't immediately overwhelm you. Then the task would be to start editing the things out of that space. Purging. If you want to use that word, just basically rid the space of things that you don't love, use, or need. Um, she also says... Uh, she doesn't recommend tackling the biggest space or the most cluttered space or the most overwhelming sp space because I think a lot of times people don't truly conceptualize the amount of decisions you're making when you are decluttering and when you are trying to organize your home. So don't start in the most organized, disorganized space first. Start small. When... Uh, when you start small, then she says she calls them mini cycles or wind cycles. You see uh, something, you've accomplished something because it was small and you see the accomplishments that you've made and it just creates like, it kind of creates that snowball effect where you get more momentum into the bigger projects because you saw <laughs> how nice the small projects turned out. Um, so now you're getting to those spaces that overwhelm you. You know, once you've tackled all the small spaces and you see the impact it's made, now you can be motivated to start on those uh, overwhelmed spaces. Maybe that junk closet or that room that everything just found kind of gets thrown into and we shut the door. Where do you start on a space like that? So this is coming up from a professional organizer knowing that she enjoys the projects. We enjoy projects like that where it just looks like someone just threw everything in there 
and close the door like you said. Yes, that's what we enjoy. We enjoy going into a very overwhelmed space as a professional organizing and helping you get it done and helping you see this, this space uh, and its potential. We like that. It gives us satisfaction to know that we have helped you uh, in a space that at one time was overwhelming and now functions. And if it's a room, I think it's helpful to zone it. So to kind of break it up in quadrants and just clear space from the floor so that you can start to function, walk around in this space. Now, me, I always try to start in where the client is the most stressed and overwhelmed. But I also tend to like to clear off all the flat surfaces first so that they have a room to work and walk. Uh, and she's similar. She says she starts with the floor so that they have space to walk and move around. Create the categories of items that you just pulled off from the floor and then you can add to that pile of stuff. You know, she makes piles of categories of like items. Again, if you're kind of like new to it or a novice, your time is limited. You probably would not advise you to pull everything out. So floors and then zones. Um, categories of office supplies, books, kitchen items, and kitchen stuff, you know, just make piles of all the like things or all the things that go together in a zone. So what I like to do is categorize the entire space so that the entire office, I'll do all of the four quadrants, categorize everything, and then I like with likes and from there I'll handle it so it is supposed to be in the kitchen or if it's supposed to be somewhere else I'll move it out of the office space so that I know okay this needs to go somewhere else it's not supposed to be in here but my goal is to finish in terms of decluttering is to finish that office first even if there's a kitchen item in there you move it out of the office but you continue in the office if that's the room that you're decluttering um, I think it's important to kind of shop your home first to see if there are things that you can use to organize like bins and baskets, etc. Um, you can repurpose things that will help you achieve the goals that you have for that particular space that you have not just fully, that you have now just fully decluttered and you're working to organize. Um, she suggests getting some ideas from Pinterest for your um, space, either for you or for your or professional organizer. So she sees what you like. Do you like all clear acrylic? Do you like all bamboo? Do you like all wood? Do you, you know, it gives her an idea of what type of organizing that uh, works for your personality what works for you because what works for one person doesn't work for everyone some people visually have to see what's in the bins some people just want to know what's in the bins with labels um, everybody's different 
And so creating a Pinterest board really does help you visualize what you want, especially if you're letting someone like me, a professional organizer, come in. It gives us an idea. Um, you can order these items directly from the container store. You can order these items directly from Amazon and have them shipped directly to your home. So there's no need to go shopping unless you absolutely want to. You can go and get inexpensive stuff at the Dollar Tree. Um, Walmart has some ideas that are the same as the container store. So shop your home first and then um, you can pick up what you need at these places. It depends on someone's budget and it depends on their aesthetic and their space. 10 pins on your board and they're all using acrylic containers, then we know that you like acrylic containers. Um, and decluttering is free. So decluttering is the most important. And then you can also get things at the thrift store sometimes. Um, so I, uh, she also talks about R-E-P-O. She says she calls it repo. And so like repossess your home. The R is for refine, which is talking about like that mindset. What are your goals? E is for editing. P is for placement so that the organizing piece and then O which is what you're talking about now is order. So maintain the order with all of the work that you have just done and really that revolves around habits and routines, creating ra uh, routines, habits and routines. Functionality that you just created by organizing all of that stuff. That is what you're doing. You're creating function. Um, the habits that got you to the, the disorganized space. Was it your buying? Was it your inability to say no to free stuff? Or to say no to items that you don't use? Is it the fact that you go to bed every night with a messy kitchen? Is it the fact that you use something and instead of putting it back, you drop, you just leave it where it is? Is it the fact that you do laundry and you leave it in the basket for two weeks? What is causing your disorganization? You have to figure that out. You have to reverse those things that is how you're able to maintain the order long term. And then that is how it in turns becomes your lifestyle, right? So then you have to maintain the order by adjusting your routines and adjusting your habits. Reverse the habit that isn't productive. Um, also, I will add, Um, you have to figure out what works for you as far as, um, do you constantly put your dirty clothes at the end, throw it down at the end of your bed? Maybe put a dirty clothes hamper right there where you already have the habit of throwing your dirty clothes so that you put it in the dirty clothes hamper. Sometimes 
you also have to change that to work with the habit, the bad habit that you already have, create a solution for that bad habit. Because if you're not the type of person to walk across the room to put your dirty clothes in the dirty clothes, and you know that because it's been that way for years, then you have to figure out what's going to work for the habit that you already have. Now, the one habit I had to change for me was I have a walk-in closet. I have plenty of room inside my closet to change my clothes while I'm standing in the closet. So I stand in the closet to change my clothes. My dirty clothes go into the dirty clothes. And if I have a sweater or jacket that I need to hang up, it gets hung up right away. And that makes it easier for me to not throw stuff on the floor in the other areas of my bedroom. So sometimes it can be just a simple tweak that can keep you um, doing things, keeping your space organized. All right, we're almost finished. Just a few more tips and then we're going to do a, a review. This um, this video is going to be a little bit longer than my little 15-minute ones. This one might wind up being 30 minutes or so. Um, a lot of people hold on to guilt or hold on to embarrassment that their home is not the way that they want it to be, and that is what hinders them from getting help or hiring a professional organizer. We started our business because this truly is what we enjoy. So don't be embarrassed to hire somebody to help you. Just know if you are reaching out to a or professional organizer, we truly enjoy uh, the work because we're coming from a place, we're not coming from a place of judgment. We're coming to create a system that will help you. Um, we come in, we establish the goal of all of the spaces that we're organizing. We edit, we coach, we don't force you to do anything that you don't want to do. We coach you and we figure out what's going to work best for you. We, we coach through the editing process. So uh, when we get started with like compartmentalizing and categorizing and we're going to make decisions on all of the stuff and that's me really holding up every single thing one at a time and deciding yes no yes no we're keeping not keeping um, a professional organizer can be a part of the process if you like but most of my clients are like, all right, did the hard part and I'm done. And so then I create the systems. I do all the shopping. Then once everything is done, I walk them through the project. I teach you how to maintain the space. I walk you through some of the habits that I know you're going to need to make tweaks and adjustments to. Because by this point, I, we've worked with the, you for a while to know where the gap and where the disconnect is and the routines, the lifestyle, and we are able to address that and walk you through the systems. Then we check it in on them and then we check in on you every once in a while 
to just see how the spaces are going and how your habits are coming along. And from there, we have organized your space. See, we're going to come alongside you and figure it all out. How you, where you need help, where you don't need help, what's working for you, what's not working for you, and what can we tweak to just refine the systems to where it will work for you. It's got to be just as easy to put away as it is to leave out. Um, and it's got to be used where you use it. If your makeup is in the drawer next to your bed, but you put your makeup on on the other side of the room where there's a mirror, then it needs to be stored somewhere near the mirror, not next to your bed. So we've got to figure out where you're using it, where you're putting it on, where you're making what you're making, um, and it's got to be near where you use it. All right, here's a little review just in case I went too fast. And um, these are just some highlights. Uh, Kanika Williams says uh, she teaches how to approach the task of organizing our home in a way that will not be overwhelming, will work within your budget and be functional and maintainable. And that's what all professional organizers, that's what I do, that's what we all do for our clients. Uh before you start organizing your space, adjust your mindset toward your goal and wanting an environment that promotes happy living. A lot of times people are not honoring the space limitations of their home. If you focus on only keeping the things you absolutely love, use, and need, you're 50% of the way there. Probably even 75% of the way there. Trying to tackle an entire room when getting started will likely cause decision fatigue and overwhelm. You got to start small. Starting small allows for small wind cycles, giving you momentum to later tackle those large projects. Because you see progress. You see what it likes. It's very rewarding. Stop Shop your home first to see if you have organizational bins and baskets and containers and shelves and stuff like that that you can use already. Use Pinterest to get some ideas and give a professional organizer ideas on what you like and what will work for you. Um, so... Shop your home first to see if you have organizing containers that you can repurpose. Next, look on Pinterest to see what others are using for organizing to find the look that you like. Now, here are some things that you can do. Start in a space that doesn't immediately overwhelm you. That may be under the bathroom sink or a small drawer or a closet. Once you are ready to tackle the larger spaces, start with the floors or flat surfaces, giving yourself a clear path to walk around or a flat surface to use through the rest of the process. Um, establish zones. 
You know, if you have an office slash craft space, then you need a craft area and an office area that are separate. Um, established zones or quadrants, like in the kitchen, this is your baking area, this is your cleaning area, this is your, you know, everything has a zone. Categorize the entire space and then work, hold on, establish zones or quadrants in the space and tackle them one at a time. Instead of pulling everything out at once, you can pull everything out in one zone. Okay, categorize the entire space, then work on putting the categories of items that don't belong in that space where they need to go, whether it's donate, whether it's sell, whether it's another room, um, etc. After, after the space is organized, focus on establishing new habits to keep the space maintained. That is very, very important. All right, guys, I hope this was good. This one was a little bit longer. It was 25 minutes, but I think it has some very, very helpful things that I have talked about in many, many, many other podcasts. Um, as a professional organizer, I agree with what she says. We love your messiest, overwhelmed spaces because we know that once we get it in order, we're going to get it in order and we're going to create a system that will allow you to keep it organized and you're going to really, really, really get your money's worth um, with that. All right, guys, I will see you on the next podcast. I want to say thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next one.